G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me is none other than the cartoon cunt himself, Tyre. How you doing, brother? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, you? Oh, man, fucking sick. It's so good to be back recording in the same room. I can't remember the last time I recorded in the same room with someone. Yeah, that's what I thought when I sat down here. I was like, oh, why do I feel nervous? Yeah, it's... it's I haven't done this in a while. I know, it's been a fucking hot minute. But let's not faff around, mate, because I've got a can I take your order straight away for you. (laughs) Okay. Can I take your order, please? So this is something that me and you have spoken about in the past. We might have even spoken about it on this podcast. But I put this um, idea into full action the other day. And that's the idea that you can eat as much Maccas as you want and it goes nowhere. Like yeah. it, it, it doesn't fill you up. Yeah, 100%. So the other day at work, they've been doing these things where it's been like a kind of like everyone will get takeout for a day. Like the whole staff room will put in and we'll get like everyone will get KFC or to be honest... It's always been Red Rooster. For some uh, reason, my workplace has a fascination with Red Rooster. Yuck. I know. And like, I like Red Rooster, but... I hate it. It sucks. Uh, rooster rolls. Like, I'll fuck with a ro- rooster roll any day of the week. That's the softest food on earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, this time, they, they decided to get Maccas instead of the Red Rooster. And for some reason, when everyone was writing down their order, I just put down family dinner box. <laughs> I had I just it just happened. It was like muscle memory. I just put down family dinner box, and they were like, "Oh, so are you sharing?" I was like, "No, I'll, I'll just eat it myself." Yeah. And then a few people kind of started being like, "Oh, you're not gonna eat a family dinner box." And uh, look, initially, I probably wasn't gonna eat a full family dinner box. I was gonna save like a burger to take home or something like that. But as soon as someone was like, "Oh, you're not gonna eat that," I was like, you "Fucking watch, yeah, mate." Easy done. I remember. Um, Back in like when I was 19, so a while ago now, <laughs> back in um, one of my housemates I was living with, I was talking about how I can eat like infinite Maccas and he's like, what? So if I bought you a family dinner box, you'd eat it all. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm only paying for it if you eat it all. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Waste <laughs> your money. It all. Yeah, it's McDonald's. I was hungry afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And, and so what, what happened was that they went out and got the order um, they brought it all back and they're unpacking everyone's order and stuff like that. And they, they give me all mine and I kind of sit off to the side of the staff room just cause <laughs> like, I didn't know one likes you. No, I didn't want to make a spectacle of the whole thing. Like I didn't want, I, <laughs> and like at, at work lunch, at staff lunch, I always sit in the corner and I watch stuff on my phone. That's how Hentai. I keep on top. Of, yeah, usually. But that's how I keep on top of watching like all the anime that I have to for this and for, I don't know, for the life. Yeah. Just cause I like anime. <laughs> And don't enjoy <laughs> talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was sitting off to the side of the room and I get I get my family dinner box and I unpack it all. And for the burgers, I went pretty classic. I went Big Mac, Quarter Pounder, um, chicken and cheese and fillet of fish. Oh. 
you got to get a fillet of fish. No, I would have got the cheeseburger in the bed. I feel like... Or fi- two chicken and cheeses. Yeah, but it's fish and bread, man. It's like biblical. You kind of have to. It's in the Bible. Fuck the Bible. I know, but it's, it's <laughs> fish and bread. Anyway, it felt right to me. I went with what my gut said. Um, so I unpack all this order. I've got the, you know, the Big Mac, the quarter pounder, the chicken and cheese and the fillet of fish. And uh, I do the, the smart thing you do with all your fries and that's condense them all into one area. So I take the top half of the Big Mac container and I fill that all with the, with the fries. Yeah. And then I pre-straw or four small Cokes, <laughs> pre-straw everything, get it all ready. I lay it all out. And uh, a few of the staff members had like kind of noticed me. I think I, I could definitely feel people watching me and be like, what's this kid doing? <laughs> But anyway, I set all this stuff up and by the time this has kicked in, I reckon by the time the order got there and by the time everyone got set up, I reckon I only had about 15 minutes left in my lunch break. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and in my head, I was like, 15 minutes is I would have to push it and I'd probably feel pretty gross afterwards just because of how quick I would eat. But I was not going to be proven wrong that I wasn't going to eat it whole one. So I yeah. just fucking went to work, brother. <laughs> I was doing the whole Big Mac in one hand, like shoveling fries in with the other hand. Nice. And look, I overestimated how much a family dinner box is. It's nothing, really. Yeah. It's fucking nothing. Yeah, Because no. I was finished in like eight minutes and I felt fine. <laughs> Just felt fine. <laughs> I, was, I was fine. And <coughs> I think I think because I, I just all the burgers and chips were gone first and the last thing was to go was the Cokes. And I think it was I just finished the third Coke and I put it down and I, I had headphones on and I've taken my headphones out and – I just realised there was not much talking going on in the staff room. And I look over and there's about four people just watching me eat this whole thing. And I was... Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was pretty rough though. I felt pretty embarrassed. I had Big Mac sauce all through my beard. But man, it got me thinking. And <laughs> I don't think there's anything on the Macca's, like the Macca's menu at the moment that would actually be sufficient, like meal-wise, that would be sufficient as one meal. Oh, for me, in terms of sedating my hunger, no fucking way. No, like, it's like, just not there. Yeah, kefir, of course. Like, you get a massive box of chicken, and of course that'll fill you up. Yeah. Fucking Hungry Jacks has the hunger tame meal. Um, Which seems to fill me up, too. Yeah, yeah, that's the same with me. And it's like, it's fucking twelve fifty or 13 bucks or something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, the three hunger tame meal is, is what? It's a... Three nuggets. Three nuggets. A, either, like, the... Jack's chicken Royale. Chicken, yeah, Chicken Royale or a um, barbecue cheeseburger. cheeseburger yeah. And a Whopper. I get an angry Whopper generally. Um, is that the one with the um, onion rings on it? Um, it's got, yeah, spicy onion yeah, rings. Yeah, yeah, that's jalapeno. the one I get too, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, I'm normally, I'll leave my Whopper last. And by the time I finish my Whopper, I'm like, oh, it's full. But, but like, you get a fucking Big Mac meal, which is way less. And it's like fucking 15 bucks or something ridiculous. Mm. And I'll eat it and I'll be like, oh doesn't touch the sides. It <laughs> yeah, just, at it all. It vanishes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 it feels like they put pump air into Macca's burger somehow. Like, yeah, it honestly sure. feels like you're eating nothing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's all I had to say for that <laughs> segment, really. Uh, we should probably get into a bit of what's been getting it. Now, you were telling me just before that you had started and clocked Squid Games in, like, what, how many days? Oh, yeah, maybe two. Oofed. What's he, run? how many episodes? Um... I think there's nine episodes. Oh, yeah. Most of them about an hour. Oh, fuck. Yep. Okay, so yeah. it must be good. So Squid Games just came came out on Netflix Australia uh, like a week ago, I'd want to say now. Yeah, yeah it's real fucking recent. phenomenon. Like, a lot of shit I don't like that's just... Uh, 
<laughs> that funny pen explosion from yeah. fucking with your pen. Fucking pen just exploded. Anyway. Um, yeah, like I normally don't fuck with a lot of the stuff that's just like trendy because it is, but mm. it's I fuck with Korean cinema really hard. Like one of the best films ever made is Old Boy. Um, I don't think I've seen it. It's so fucking good, man. I'm like, assuming you've watched Parasite, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Korea, Korea does a lot of shit, man. When you subject um, people to, like, war, <laughs> they normally yeah. end up, like, look what happened with Japan after they dropped a nuke on them, man. Yeah. Best Japanese culture ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I, it's really, really well done. Beautiful, like, color design and costuming. Yeah. Um, I tried watching it in dubbed for the first little bit because that's what comes on normal, but I just can't deal with the facial expression. Yeah. Like, yeah, the non-sync doesn't work very well. The facial expression is weird. Language sentence structure is weird and stuff, so I just put it back on the closed caption subs, yeah. um, which worked fine. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's really well done. So what, what's it about? Because I've, I've literally I – th- I don't even think I've watched the preview trailer on Netflix yet. I just – I saw a live action, I just skipped past it. Yeah, I would definitely delve into it. It's mm. really worth it. It's like, ugh, I don't even want to tell you what it's about. Oh, really? Like, is it that much of a... Okay, yeah. I'll go in blind, but just yeah. overall, you think it's, it's, it's worth like watching? It's like, yeah, what people will do for money. Ah, uh, Yeah, okay. what desperate... Okay. what Not even what people will do for money. What desperate people do and what... Yeah, it's a real... It's really big... Like, there's lots of themes and topics mm. and stuff, and it's really big on humanity. It's, like, what will drive humans to do things a certain way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah, no, that sounds... I've I've got a bit of a clear slate when it comes to uh, things on my watch list because I just um, I clocked a few series that I've been working on for a while now. Um, So I'll, I'll add it to the list. I don't... I can't remember the last thing I watched that was real people. <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> And unless it's on YouTube, <laughs> unless it's like podcasts on YouTube, then for me, not really. Yeah, really nah, not even that. Um, fuck, yeah. Um, but I've been playing a bit of a video game this week with my wife. Um, we completely forgot that we had a, an Xbox and completely forgot that Xbox had Game Pass on it. So we just rem- we just turned on the Xbox the other day and was like, oh, yeah, we've got... Like 500 free games that we could play. <laughs> so we just went through and downloaded uh, a couple and we stumbled on one that we've decided to play together. It's called Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a dating sim cr- slash dungeon crawler. So, See. yeah, yeah. So basically, at the start of the game, you arrive in a fictionalized version of LA. Well, it's basically LA with the one exception that dungeons just popped up around the place and. Um, a fitness trend in LA at the moment is uh, fighting monsters in what they call dunge. They they shorten dungeons to dunge, so <laughs> everyone everyone in the town's out and about getting ready to go dunge, which is dungeon. Anyway. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's fucked, it and um, I hate it every time my character says it. I fucking I cringe so hard. I feel like I'm gonna crack a rib. Um, but uh, yeah, and um, another kind of thing that's happening in this world is that there are people that can turn into weapons. And the basic premise of the game is that you are dating the weapons <laughs> that you pick up in the dungeon who are real people. Fuck yeah. And the more romantic or the more in love with certain weapons you become or the better relationship or the better dating you do, you unlock kind of upgrades and perks for that weapon in the dungeon. This sounds amazing. It's very good. It's so <laughs> funny too because like they 
And if you've ever played, like, uh, did you ever play Dream Daddy? No, I've never played a dating sim. Oh, I've played fucking way too many because I don't. I they yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'm I am who I am. I'm not gonna. You fucking weren't apologize. IRL dating. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So it, they do a good job of doing these big archetype characters and it's fun like one of the first uh weapons you meet is like a um a saber who's just an absolute fuck boy and a half like he takes you to dates on nightclubs and he gives you a rose and he's like grinding all up on you and he's like you know i'm bad for you right you know i'm gonna leave you and i'm gonna break you and everyone's around it's like you don't date sunday he's the worst but you're like you know i can fix him what the fuck i know it's fucking <laughs> and me like i highly recommend playing this with a partner or just a friend and deciding Jeez. together who <laughs> you're going to date because it is, fuck, it's fun. And weirdly, just fun gameplay when it comes to dungeon crawling. Yeah, like the, the levels, like the, because the, uh, the dungeon kind of takes place in a mall. So yeah. it's like different levels of like a, of a big shopping center. And you'll find like little arcade rooms where you could have dates and stuff like that. Or there's like little vault things. And all the monsters in the dungeons are based on, oh, sorry, all the monsters, monsters in the dungeon are based <laughs> are based on your character's real-life fears. So you're fighting, like, phones and, like, TV screens and stuff like that. It's very new-age wankery bullshit. <laughs> um, sounds hilarious. It's fucking great, though. Me and my wife uh, legitimately nearly fell off the lounge the other night laughing so hard at a character named Eric, who is just, oh, he's a whiny little bitch boy. And he's so needy. And he's fucking me when I was 16. Like, it's fucking... <laughs> Oofed my goofta, it's rough. Um, but I'm gonna finish it. Yeah, as I'm if gonna, you wouldn't. I'm gonna finish it, and we're gonna fuck the shit out of this um sexy little dagger chick. <laughs> she's she's naughty. It's it's very <laughs> good. I, I'm fucking enjoying the fuck. So if you've got Game Pass, you've you've got access to this game for free. Uh, it's on Nintendo Switch as well, and I believe it's on PS, and it's also available on Steam, of course. Um, but yeah, man, I honestly, I'm just going to play through a bunch of different games on Game Pass. I'm going to avoid these big AAA games that soak up like 60 plus hours because yeah. realistically, I, I fucking I don't have time for it anymore. Yeah, you want something with levels, like yeah. easy, to, easy to pick up and put my, down. My wife downloaded one that was called uh, Yes, Your Grace, which was like a text-based um, resource management kingdom simulator so yeah. she was the king of a land and she had to, yeah and it was basically like you had to rule the kingdom for a year and a bit and make sure all this stuff doesn't happen and i think she played it for like five hours and then clocked it and just <laughs> deleted it and it was yeah. fun like yeah that's, that's awesome. the kind of gaming experience i'm looking for of late um yeah. because you know with the exception of the occasional time i turn on pokemon unite i'm, I'm not I'm not settling into a big AAA game title until... I've been fucking smashing Unite, oh, man. <laughs> the Unite uh, group chat is probably one of the most active group chats we have at the moment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's good, though. Like, uh, every time I turn Unite on, I have a bunch of fun. And when um, Mamoswine and Sylveon get added, I'll fucking jam Mamoswine's in. Mamoswine's in? Yeah. When did he go live? Um, A few days ago now. Fuck yes. Uh, I'm playing tonight, yeah. maybe. Yeah, Mamoswine. Mamoswine's good. Yeah, and but a really good tank, really annoying to when it's like Lucario or Mamoswine together. Mm. Fucking anyone who plays Lucario sucks. Fuck you. Yeah, Lucario is fucking awful. You can't, you can't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Pokemon Unite is. I'm. You're playing. Actually, this is something I wanted to ask you, and I'm glad that we've come to this. You're playing Pokemon Unite on your phone. 
mostly. Yeah, that's wild to me. Yeah, I is never, it good? Yeah, look at this. Shout you've, out to Samsung. Yeah, you've got a big phone, S twenty one Ultra. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it works fine. I hated not having a controller in my hand, and I still do because occasionally my finger will slip off the joystick. Ah, uh, okay. Like, and you got to readjust your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you got to like, oh shit, get back on there. And yeah, the like, I miss pressing tactile buttons and stuff, but I fucking love the game so yeah. much that I'm not going to only play it when I have the Switch. Mm. So yeah, I've been, I, as soon as the mobile version came out, I, I just smashed into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the day I played, a, I played a lot the day the mobile app came out because it was just... Easy XP. Yeah, man, it was. It was, was so many fucking kids. so much fun. Yeah, it was the like five of the best games I've ever had were on that day. Yeah, for true. sure. Like it was just nuts. Um, man, we should probably crack into the main topic of the episode. You would have seen it in the episode description above, but we are talking about Star Wars Visions. So, mate. This series for me came out of fucking nowhere and I loved it. Yes, I had never heard that it was getting developed or anything like no. that. And then you were like, have you watched Visions yet? And I was like, no. I, I got an email reminder from Disney Plus just being like, hey, Star Wars Visions is out now. And I'm like, what the fuck is Star Wars Visions and why do I care? Yeah, I think it came up and I was like, okay, fuck off. Yeah, what? Like, <laughs> and I like, I, shit. I've enjoyed, I enjoy a lot of Star Wars properties. In fact, I find. The Star Wars properties I enjoy the most in the past have been the animated series, like yeah. the Clone Wars, um, the original Clone Wars. So yeah. wait, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> see, see our episode. What I don't know, twenty episodes ago that we did on Clone Wars. Yeah, it's great. You should really listen to it, and you and should watch, watch that it. series. It's yeah. fuck, it's phenomenal. For sure, watch it. Mm. But also um, listen to us talk about it. Yeah, listen to <laughs> us talk about it, then watch it. And then listen to us talk about it again. Yeah, because you'll be able to. And then pretend that you're talking to us. Like, yeah. pause it and say your thing. And then we'll reply back in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. Telepathically. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was a fucking dog shit riff. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, your end, especially. Yeah, yeah. I'm dropping the ball. Well, uh, Star Wars <laughs> Visions. Yeah, so this came out of nowhere for me. And, yeah, as I said, I've been a massive fan of the animated series in the past. Um, but this one definitely has taken the cake for I think fun and creativity for me I think this is the funnest and the most creative I've seen Star Wars be yeah definitely um you can tell these story writers had a much um much more liberal way of interpreting the Star Wars universe um which I know will like kill a bunch of like purists like Disney yeah and stuff like that it did it did grate on me a little bit, um, especially during the second episode. And um, I would say the weakest episode. I think we should go through yeah. the episodes in order um, after we just give a few broad thoughts. Yeah. Um, but aside, aside from me being like, it's not really Star Wars and what planet is this set and is it canon and where in the timeline does it fit? All of that. Once I just let that go, I was like, no, it's just like how people can tell a Batman story. And like, it's just, it's just in relation to, and then I enjoyed it a lot more. They mm. started strong with that first episode though. Yeah. I think, I think the order of the episodes was, was clearly very deliberate. Um, and I think that 
picking that episode for the first episode, is it called The Duel? Yeah. Picking yeah. The Duel for the first episode was like clearly a risk too because it's the least colourful and the least kind of spectacular when it comes to just visual animations. Although the red lightsaber in the black and white is I think, fucking yeah, I think the way that it's animated is really well done. The stylizing, like texture, the way that they rendered that, because it looks like it was done in Unreal. Mm. Um, the way that they rendered whatever um, engine it was made in, like, because you can see it's like Skylander-esque, like yeah. um, CG really like airbrushed um, animation underneath it, which I generally don't like, but I fucking loved this, man. So awesome. Really well done. Like beautifully animated. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was great. Great, great episode. Great start. Yeah, the, and I think although the, revi- oh, by the way, this we'll go full spoilers for every yeah, episode. Obviously Just we have to go. It, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, pause now and go and watch it. If you yeah. haven't watched it or don't care about the spoilers. Cause yeah. we're going to, yeah. So the reveal of him having a red lightsaber yeah. was flagged fucking early in the episode. Yeah. Like you knew it was coming. And yet the payoff for it is still oh, so fucking, fucking so good. cool. Yeah. It's and still sent it's ridiculous that something that you knew was coming still sent chills down my spine. And all of the character designs are really cool. Um when he gets in that fight, it's fucking awesome mm. as well too, with um that other character's umbrella, lightsaber, oh. spinny device <laughs> thing. So oh. cool. Like this, and all of Visions has fucking wicked lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, like every episode has a fucking phenomenal lightsaber, I feel. Yeah, especially because it's rooted in um, like anime culture. Mm. So a lot of the sabers are more katana-like. Yeah, um, for sure. Than regular lightsabers. But no, I think, I think it's, it was so fucking cool. Mm. Like it's, yeah. That episode just... That, yeah, the scene, the red light coming off the lightsabers in the black and white, um, yeah, in the black and white animation, it just really, really makes it pop, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, similar to like a SimCity where you see the pops of red with the blood and stuff like that, but I would say yeah. way better done in animation style. Like I think it just suits an, like a style of animation better than it does live action. Yeah. And it is, it's just, it was so good. And I found, like, I think starting off with, like, a nomad kind of grey Jedi storyline or, like, yeah. a nomad Ronin, Ronin yeah, yeah, kind of storyline was good because it kind of immediately shattered my expectations for what this series is going to be because I just expected it's just going to be a bunch of Jedis doing a bunch of cool Jedi things with cool anime studio backings and it'll just be, you know, animation, uh, like, anime but Star Wars. Yeah. Which some of them I feel do fall into that category, but this one was definitely like, oh, no, they're going to do fun shit with this. They're going to do something different. That one fucked it up. Yeah. Like, for sure it fucked shit up. And also, like, it plays pretty big tribute to, like, the original, like, what Star Wars was originally, what George Lucas based his original Star Wars uh, movie off, which was um, Akira Kurosawa's... I can never pronounce it. Kurosawa's Hidden Fortress. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And... A lot of these episodes um, kind of pay tribute to that that homage or to to that you know yeah they give a nod to it yeah, yeah. I, I loved it I think the, that first episode definitely sits pretty high in my in my favorites list yeah for sure same and then immediately fucking oh and that one's by uh, Kamikaze the production company c- company that does that one is 
Kamikaze uh, Duga, D-O-U-G-A, however you pronounce that. Um, yeah, the second one, the second episode coming out of Studio Colorado is Tatooine Rhapsody. By far the worst episode. Oh yeah, fucking shit house. It's so bad. I could not find a redeeming feature in this episode. No, me either. I thought it was trash. I'm glad yeah. you agree. I was like, oh, fillable double. Fucking no, I fucking ha- I hated it from woe to go. <laughs> yeah, um, same. Even it, yeah, it was yeah. so trash and so cliche and like it was animated nice but it the was, storytelling was, was yeah. like was crap but then that's the thing it, it was nice but some of these other animations are so much more stylized and fucking mm. beautiful that this one was just like okay cool all right that's a kid's story and the only one where basing it in the star wars universe has no weight on the story yeah with the like even though he's like a g i think his name is is, is a hut yeah even that you know, it doesn't need like that could oh, have yeah, just been, been a anyone. random alien that and that looked like the other alien. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could have been anyone. And yeah, basing yeah. it in the Star Wars universe, it feels like this was a story that a studio had, and that the once they had the idea or once they had the project for a Star Wars thing, they folded this idea into Star Wars instead of coming up with something. I think I think that's pretty accurate assessment. It definitely seems that, like that drama. That weird three-headed... Three-bodied, one-pair-of-leg drummer. Yeah. Weird. Trash. Doesn't look like anything in Star no. Wars. Like and, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Star Wars... Because you could see other alien creatures were made. But, yeah. like, yeah. for a reason. And, and like, it's so weird because I watched... I watched maybe the first five episodes in a row, like, back-to-back. And the first episode, I was like, yeah, man, fuck yeah, I'm in. I'm in. And then the second episode, I'm like, fuck, they've fucked it already. Yeah, yeah, the and I stopped watching after that for a while. I, c- I can't blame you, and I think <laughs> a lot of people might actually do that. Yeah, I think um, this order. I mean, if they had put this episode first, holy. Oh yeah, fuck. there's no way. <laughs> holy, oh, there's a there's a way they could have done it that would have totally turned me off. Like if they put this one first, I was like, oh, I'll give it the next one. And then if they put fucking Toby up next, I fucking will. We'll I knew you'd love. I knew we'll you'd fucking love get him there too. If you didn't like, I was like, oh, you didn't like fucking Bohemian uh, a Tatooine Rhapsody. Tatooine Rhapsody. Maybe he won't like the other shit one. Uh we'll get to <laughs> yeah. we'll get to Tob one when it's fucking time. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about Tatooine Rhapsody except for the song that they sang. Their catchy rock anthem was fucking shit. Yeah, trash. Wasn't even catchy. I would have. I would have loved. Honestly, if they had a catchy song, I would have loved that episode. I honestly would have. That's all it would have taken would be one catchy tune. I would have fucking loved it, but no. Uh, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, please. The Twins. What? So I think this is <laughs> awesome. I think it's fucking great. I Do you think that it's Luke and Leia in a parallel? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, cool. I mean, if it's not Luke and Leia in a parallel universe, if that wasn't e- that. It feels to me like that was written on the board. Like, you know, yeah. when they were writing up a whiteboard of ideas, it was like, oh, Luke and Leia, but they were raised by Darth Vader. Yeah. But then Luke still tries to be a chosen one and yeah. defeat stuff. Yeah. Uh, I Fucking cool, really well. Like Even like the, um, the space, like the... <coughs> Star Destroyer. Yeah, the Star Destroyer that they had, the twin Star Destroyer. Yeah. Wicked. Like, awesome design, awesome execution, and it fits right into that kind of niche, not niche, but that that kind of 
that nook of Star Wars universe where it's fucking big, dumb Star Destroyer ships. Yeah. That have like a hook to it. Like, you know, it's the Death Star or it's the Planet Killer. And this one is like, well, it's the twins. And it's like, yeah, no, that fits into Star Wars. And it also is fucking sick. Yeah, because Darth Vader's like a fucking, um, he's so extra. Like, he does so much shit just because it looks cool. Oh, yeah. Like, he still lives on the fucking planet. He got his arm. And legs yeah. chopped off on you know him. How like how inconvenient it must be to live on a volcano. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's definitely extra and is a um a big key for like like how fucking his entrances that he makes and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. In my headcanon, there's definitely stormtroopers that jobs are to carry the smoke machine behind Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's the thing. But um the twins man. And you were saying just before about over-the-top anime lightsabers. Some of the best are in the twins. Like, yeah. I love how they give the Luke twin. I'm yeah. just going to call it the Luke and Leia twin. Yeah. The Luke twin, the, just the classic, you know, regular lightsaber, the classic droid look, They're just classic everything. And then yeah. with the Leia twin, they've gone, nah, let's fucking anime the shit out of this. Yeah. And it's fucking cool. Fuck yeah. And a suit and everything's OP. And just how it leaves, like, oh, she's still alive. I want to go find mm. there. And it's like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, yeah. this is this is something I could watch another short of, like, when yeah. in another couple of years. When yeah, it's for sure. To come out. I don't want them to make a series out of it because it'll be shit. No, because you can't squeeze so much out of this, and I think it was one of the ones where it's like, oh, cool, two sons, like, yeah, yeah, like the, the fucking Tatooine. It's like, why is this on Tatooine? And then there's like, there's other times that you see it come up and like, oh, I remember this in Star Wars, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, eh. But that I think was really well done, and that's what really clicked for me when I was like, oh, true. So he's Luke, and he's he's ended up on Tatooine anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. I I thought that one was cool. Yeah, I I, uh, I I love this uh, by I Studio Trigger, by the way. Atomic Betty vibes in the yes. s- in the beginning. Yes, man, it's so. <laughs> I I was really glad that like to see a few little things that they've done in this in this um in this episode, like um Luke and Leia fighting in space without without spacesuits or breathing apparatuses or stuff yeah. like that, where they've taken these little liberties with the Star Wars universe. And because this is an like a non-canon anime storyline and a, and a one-shot, they've just taken a few liberties here and there, which I know fucking Star Wars fans, like true diehard Star Wars fans, must yeah. just be fucking ropeable about that. But for me, I was like, the more little liberties I saw these uh, studios and these creators take, the more I was engaging with the way of storytelling. Because for me, this the whole idea of visions or like the the best-selling point of Visions, and it's the way I've tried to sell Visions to a few friends of mine that I know are Star Wars fans, is that Star Wars Visions is Star Wars but fun again. Yeah. And that's the thing I think I like. I like people doing that. Like, people even get mad about fucking DC stuff. and Like, oh, Batman wouldn't do this or whatever. It's like, in fucking one thing, Batman's Thomas Wayne and he's like, Martha is the Joker. And it's like... one, there's like a Bat Vareen or Wolf of Bat or whatever Read it is. Like bat Metal. There's like five different bat Batmans and they're all equally as fucked and weird. Yeah. It's like there's a multiverse and yeah. like, and it's, yeah, I think it's really cool to reimagine stories um, and, and change them up if it's good. It's not just like, oh, we've told this, but oh, we already know these plot points. So we're going to swap them around on yeah. you and try and when you've really reimagined something in, 
in a respectful way, I think is awesome. And yeah, I think agreed. Visions really does that. Yeah, I think respectful is a very good um, way to describe how they've treated the Star Wars universe. And I'm, I know there's people out there that disagree. I've purposely stayed away from a lot of um, reviews and stuff of Visions because, like, the Star Wars fandom, I would say, is probably the most toxic fandom. Mm. Batman's pretty bad, to Batman's be pretty bad. De- all of DC is pretty bad, to yeah. be honest. Rick and Morty aren't toxic, but they're fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't have anything left to say about the twins, but yeah, it's it's probably, you know, it's in my, I'd say it's in my top three, or maybe, we'll see. Uh, the next one on the list, episode four, was The Village Bride by Studio Chimera uh, Citrus. That's, yep, cool. The Village Bride. Uh, a good one. Just yeah. generally good. I don't really have much to say about it, uh, which makes me feel like it's a bad one. But no, I enjoyed no, it that's watching the it. Thing, that's what I thought too. I'm like, oh, it's cool how they have this kind of elemental magic that is also like force-like. Related, and yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was a cool fantasy story set in the... I think this one is also really good because it's like it basically could not be... Like you could wouldn't have to do too many tweaks to like dialogue and animation for it to just not be Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. And I think they that's good. Not mm. like in the same way that you could have done that to the Tatooine Rhapsody, Rhapsody yeah. and it not be Star Wars. Like the yeah, this this feels more genuine. And it, uh, yeah, I think it was a cool world building experience almost. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I feel like the world building in the Village Bride was good. And also, um, I don't think it stands out as visually as uh, a lot of the other animation styles, but this one was very clean and crisp. Mm. I think it was the most, like, seemingly polished of all of them, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it felt it felt good to watch. It looked good to watch. And, um, yeah, man, I just enjoyed it. Like, it was just a general enjoyment for that one, I reckon. Right middle of the road of enjoyment. Uh, do you have anything else left to say about The Village, Brad? Yeah, no, um. Yeah, we both feel pretty similar on that. Yeah. yeah. Real middle of the road. Well done. I, yeah. I think now the next one. The Ninth Jedi, episode five by uh, Production IG. Oh. 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 Oh, my God. Ah. From <laughs> woe to go. Like, this is the, this, this and one, two, this and three others are three of the ones where as soon as I finished it, I watched it again from the start. Yeah, I watched, um, yeah, this and I think two others I watched again yeah. quite a few times. It's phenomenal. Not only is the uh, the female character the uh, quote-unquote um, blade uh, saber apprentice, you yeah. can kind of call her, not only was she a fun and engaging character, uh, a fucking badass apprentice Jedi who has some of the most fun, like, physical combat scenes we we see in this. Yeah, and then she gets the green lightsaber yeah. showing that she's a saber master more so yeah. than a force user and stuff. Yeah, I think it's awesome done. Again, super Japanese where it's like, oh, here's the blacksmith that creates oh, the... So good. And, like, I like... Uh, I'm a fucking weeb and I like anime, so yeah. of course I'm going to be like, oh, that's so cool! Oh, and, like, it's they're meant to be samurai. They're space samurai. Even like. the way they treat lightsabers in this universe as something that has been out of existence for like a thousand years or whatever it is. Yeah. And like they kind of deify lightsabers in this. Like the Jedi, the apprentice Jedis have clearly, you know, deified the idea of, of a lightsaber. Yeah. And like 
yeah, it, it pays off because even though awesome. we know lightsabers are so common and like we know, we don't know that, but they are always common in other stories and we've seen abundance of them. Just the fact that they were referencing how rare they are, it made them feel really special in this episode for me. Yeah. And basic lightsabers across the board. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I think it was really cool when you got to see a purple lightsaber there, which was I know, awesome. the second ever purple lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. That's thanks wild. Thanks to Samuel Jackson for bullying production. <laughs> yeah. George Lucas. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I thought that one was really cool. The plot was good. It's like, is he a bad guy? Is he not a bad guy? It was really hard to, mm. like, it wasn't so easy for me to see through where where mm-hmm. I, I always tip, tip my hat to any story that can make me have to second guess myself because most Hollywood crap I look at and it's like, oh, this is, I've watched five minutes. I know how the movie's going to end. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually shocked at the the twist, yeah, I same. was shocked. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, cool, I was fuck like, it. Oh. I was like, fuck awesome. it. I didn't. I expected one. I definitely expected one. I was like, oh, I reckon there's probably a Sith in here somewhere, or there's yeah. something. There's something Sithy going on. And then yeah, when I thought maybe old mate who called them all there was the Sith. Yeah, but the reveal that they're all Sith bar one it was fucking wicked. Yeah. And the reveal of the droid too. I was like, oh fuck, you got me twice. Yeah. How'd you get me twice? I. Yeah, I, I was I really liked that one yeah. storytelling wise, like middle of the road sort of animation. It was just like, oh yeah, cool. Like, uh, wasn't uh, overly. The, I think that the um, speedster chase on the planet was exceptional, especially yeah. when she hopped off and does the whole standoff mid snow, like dodging bullets, deflecting, and then and just... the saber effects are really cool and mm. stuff like that. But yeah, like not overly stylized, no, no. like very, very anime. Really just let the storytelling do the work in that one. Yeah. And it fucking pays off. Yeah, fuck no. And the last scene being the temple, the light temple shining down on the earth, inverted, look, making it look like a lightsaber. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, it looks fucking what, sick. What a <laughs> nice little fucking cherry on top of a wicked Sunday that that was. Yeah. I yeah, that's fucking up. Oh, God, I love that one. I fucking... Oh. And then... Okay, I don't have anything to say about The Ninth Jedi. It was fantastic. Uh, moving on, episode six, T-O-B-1. <laughs> now, this is by uh, Science Sora, the production studios. Just go. You can go first. Get it all out. It's shit. It's so shit. It's fucking so shit. It's I'm like just muting myself for a bit. <laughs> Astro Boy looking motherfucker here. Like... That was one where I'm like, oh, I know exactly everything about... I watched this for five minutes. I know exactly what's going to happen. I, like, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the anime. It was like they were trying to be fucking Studio Ghibli, but they're not. And it was just lame. It was just so lame why he was... Like, it's just... That was too fucking Japanese for me. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just fucking Astro Boy. That's all it is, was Astro Boy. What? I can't disagree with anything you're saying, <laughs> but I fucking love this little blue haired droid with all my fucking heart. TOB1 is one of my favorite characters in this whole series. I fucking loved him. And, like, it, yes, it is so clearly an homage to Astro Boy that it's it's not even fu- it's not even an homage. It's basically a retelling of Astro Boy in Why Star Wars. Why did the fucking old mate come up? The dad or the master or whatever, he comes up and he's like, the Obi-Wan, and fucking berates him for going down to the fucking basement that he didn't 
do just so they can flash back to it later. Yeah. Like, and make sure I'm going to be mad at you, but make sure you don't go in there, even though you haven't. But I'm telling you again, don't go in there. No, he was about to go in there. And the door, the door just, opened and I, he was like heading that way. I thought he was just hanging out. But anyway, no. I, I, lazy storytelling, I thought. Oh, look, it's, yeah, as I said, it's, it's clearly an homage to uh, Astro Boy and it doesn't, doesn't do anything to hide that. It, the design of TOB1 is fucking Astro Boy, but blue. Yeah. Uh, the design of his master is fucking straight up the doctor that created Astro Boy. Like, it, yeah. there's not even a fucking hiding it. Oh, except he has no arms. Cool. But that being said, I, I found it so charming. I found all the little droids in this one so charming. Why are they so basic and he's so well done? Well, there's, there's no fucking steps in between. It's like he's powered by a kyber crystal. Yeah, but the design-wise, like the master was like, oh, I'm building little square boxes. Oh, this one's going to have like subtle curves and compound crystals. curves. Well, the kyber crystal didn't fucking kyber build crystals. it. <laughs> in Star Wars, when you need to answer any questions, just kyber crystals. I did like how he megazorded up with that. Oh. <laughs> and again, super Astro Boy, like. When yeah, jetpack. Yeah, blasters, super yeah. OP, like. Mm. Jetpack out the back. I thought yeah, the um, Jedi Hunter, the Sith Hunter in this one, was was a cool design. I, I yeah. man, I don't know why I like Tob one so much. T- when he came down, he's meant to be all big, bad, and scary, and he's he looks so cute. He's got like big hands and big feet. Yeah, and, like, I know, right? Yeah, I was like, oh no, please don't get me. Oh, loved it. No, I fucking loved it. <laughs> I want to watch it right now, to be honest. I fucking. Yeah, and I fucking knew you would oh, too. It's so I was like, good. I watched it. I was like, a Betty likes this fucking rhapsody bullshit. <laughs> oh, I fucking which hate didn't, that, thankfully. No. And then I watched that um, fucking Tob One fucking, and I was like, yeah, Philip's gonna love this. Oh, it's just so wholesome and it's so nice. And it's like, fuck off! It's bullshit storytelling. <laughs> that <laughs> ending, like you look at how cliche and boring and plain Jane that was. Yeah. I know we're skipping ahead. Episode nine, amazing storytelling in that. Yeah. Yeah, there's great storytelling in other, like the twins, all of that. But fucking TOB1 is yeah. just like... like admittedly, the storyline isn't that good. Um, like it's it's not doing anything uh, unique in either the Star Wars universe or what it's paying homage to. But yeah, man, I can't explain it. TOB1, especially when... Like, he has his force vision dream and his master says, go on, and he doesn't call him TOB1, he calls him Toby, and I just yeah. fucking, I'm like, yeah, do it, Toby. You're the best Jedi ever. I fucking, oh my God, I loved it so much. <laughs> God, I loved it. Um, um, I don't have anything else to say except it's fucking good and you're wrong. <laughs> it's trash and let's, I'm not wrong. Let's talk about one that I know we're both going to agree on how good it is. Oh. The Elder, episode Fuck nine, yeah, episode seven. seven. Yeah, episode yeah. seven, The Elder, again by Studio Trigger. I think they're the only one who do two. So they did The Twins and uh, The Elder, two very different animation styles, two very different stories. Yeah. Both amazing. Both hold really, really strong. Mm. Yeah. Um, I found this storyline so engaging. Everything about this I loved. True. The relationship between the Padawan and the Jedi Master I found was fun I enjoyed their banter. I you got a clear picture of who these were and the yeah, mystery? I liked his character. Yeah. yeah, the mystery about it. It's like this guy's a traveler. He's seen a lot. He's done a lot. I, like, I I really liked that. It felt very 
um, anime. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Like, but but it also still managed to hold up. Like, even though they went to the outer rim and went to a planet that hadn't been fucking visited before in mm. Star Wars and all that stuff, that was it. Still felt a lot more rooted in Star Wars than fucking Tatooine Rhapsody. It's like literally yeah. set on, like. Yeah, it's got a, a, Star a Wars really name well established <laughs> fucking Star Wars yeah. planet. But this a a storyline that had Jabba the Hutt in it in Tatooine didn't feel like Star Wars at all, and yeah. that's fucking wild. And this one about some old fucking no Roman named yeah no named Jedi. I'm sure he was named. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and his weapons again, the stylization of the sabers and stuff, but his speed and the the fucking animation is all yeah. I think. A bit of the dialogue is a little bit weird how he's like, oh, I'm going to go up to the mountains um, and sort of... I think that's a transition, uh, like a translation thing. Yeah. I want to go back and watch um, The Elder, um, the episode nine as well, and the... Oh, what's the other one? And The Duel. I want to watch those three yeah. in uh, subbed and see and see what that does because I think those three would be the best. Yeah. Um, I think it was the twins. Fuck, I did write it down, but I can't find it. Um, had the classic Star Wars transitions. Yeah, there was Star a, Wipes. Yeah, there was a few in there that had mm. them. I oh. fucking love whenever they do that. We we haven't even spoken about this at all through all of them, but with the exception of Tatooine Rhapsody, the music in this series, every episode either yeah. has a homage to um, a Star Wars, like a classic Star Wars um like tune, tune yeah. or is doing like their version of it um i think it's god which i can't remember which one it is but there's one of them that plays that does the classic star wars kind of um the classic star wars uh like transition music but instead they do it on like a like a pan pipe or something like that and it sounds so good oh yeah, maybe the village bride maybe yeah it was fuck it was good um getting back to the elder the the fight between the elder and the padwan before the the kind of the main fight was yeah. so tense and so terrifying. What a yeah. terrifying style of Again, fighting to have for lightsabers. Great great use of music in that point in mm. time to work with his his like speed and his um his stabs. And yeah, like you said, it's a very terrifying lightsaber style because there's no big flourishes it's not sweeping and striking it's stabbing yeah and it's yeah short dagger like lightsabers and also the character design of the elder terrifying oh yeah he's terrifying fucking cool he is like a classic kind of elderly anime villain look style yeah but dialed up to the nth degree and just legitimately scary yeah i i really rate this one highly it's great the Ending was awesome. So fucking cool how he, like, just opened a lightsaber up inside of him and just, like, punched a fucking hole out that, of him. That scene where, yeah, the Elder's holding his lightsaber with the Force lightning and the, the Jedi Master just does the old drop the lightsaber blade down, move the hand down and open it back up straight into his chest and it's just, oh, fuck. And even the, the Elder being like, God, I wish I'd met you when I was at my strongest, yeah. how much fun we would have had. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'd yeah, he was kill such a badass. Like, <laughs> I really like the Elder as a character. It's mm. like, well, my favourite characters in Star Wars are Grievous and Maul. Yeah, okay. Like, I, I like Grievous, yeah. Yeah. Maul, and it's uh, like, um, 
yeah, there could be a, a massive expansion on this epic Sith Lord and what he was yeah. like in his day and when, when he left the Sith and what that happened and some epic battle with him fucking yeah. killing, like, eight Sith or something. He's like, like, and he's such a good Sith Lord that's not Sith. Like, yeah. he's such an awesome Sith Lord. And even the fact that he's like, no, I'm not with the Sith. They're too corrupted by, you know... Lust for lust for every. Oh, no, yeah. I'm I'm just me, and this is what I want. I want power, and I want to be stronger, and I want to prove that. And it's just fucking, yeah. I think oh. the gray Jedi, as in a Sith, turning mm. more light than someone finding the middle path, or a Jedi turning more dark, finding that a gray coming over from that side. I think is a cooler story than mm. than someone sort of born into it more. So, hundred oh, percent agree. A hundred percent agree. And yeah, I, after this episode, I was like, I was pretty convinced that they couldn't get any better. Like we had the ninth Jedi, T.O.B. one and the elder. And I was like, like three of my favorite, like the duel, the ninth Jedi and the elder. (laughs) (laughs) For me, this, I've watched these in like one sitting, which was the ninth Jedi, T.O.B. one and the elder. And I was fucking pumped. And I was like, well, they can't get any better than this. What what do they have left in store? And then we get... Sexy bunny girl. Sexy bunny girl. So <laughs> episode eight, Lop and uh, Ocho. Yeah. Ocho by uh, Gino Studios. Uh, I think this is one of the longest ones. And I think it was, it's definitely one of the prettiest. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it, it's 20 minutes long. The ninth Jedi is 22. Okay, yep. Um, the Village Bride is 18. Twins, 17. Everything else stays under... Around 14, 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah. got 13, 20, 16, 14, 22, 18, 17, 13, 14, 15. Yeah. In reverse order. Um, yeah, I I loved Lop and Ocho. I yeah. really did. I Yeah, it was fucking cool. It was, that one felt super anime as well, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there was even, like, little hints to, like... Um, power level readers from DBZ and yeah. like stuff like that. Like there was anime hints sprinkled out, and especially like the feudal Japan kind of family system and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, it's just so good, so good. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was awesome. Her the way that was animated, I really liked her jumping around, like doing parkour type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And the old like fucking the the sneaky facial expressions they throw in there and posing and stuff like that. I think. There's some 14-year-olds out there definitely jacking their dick to that bunny girl. Oh, yeah. I uh, Rule 34 on that lop is she's fucking out there already. <laughs> hey, it's, um, yeah. But, man, just thoroughly good storytelling throughout. And the conflict between um, her dad, her adopted dad and her adopted, adopted sister, their conflict felt real. Yeah. And it felt like even though we know that the Imperial soldiers are bad and – it was clearly, you know, the audience wanted to side on the, the side of her father, you know, protect the planet, we don't yeah. need these. But all the arguments his the adopted daughter was making were rational arguments. Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely see that. And, yeah, she's like, oh, and we need progress and all of that. And you can tell he's not necessarily a good guy. Like, he's very, no, very no, anti-hero he's vibes. He's like a crime boss. Yeah. Um. But yeah, her being like, no, we need well, them. He's a for terrorist too. So yeah, <laughs> we need them for um, stability. Yeah, stability and, and um, like 
we need to prosper and they help in this and that. And yeah, I think it's very awesome, very topical for wherever you are in the world about like the balance between industry and nature and, mm. and what we can do. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And sexy bunny girl. And, and breathtaking lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, the hilt of that lightsaber is one of my favorite hilts I've ever seen in Star Wars. It's yeah. gorgeous. And the sword being like the actual saber being a very old school style of saber that we see. Yeah. And even the lore of how that saber ended up on that planet, because this is, you know, a planet without Jedi or an established, you know, Jedi yeah. temple or anything like that, or Sith. And yeah, it's just a... And it's just been kept in the family yeah. and handed down through generations. Yeah. I Again, great original storytelling. Mm. It's not like, oh, and then we'll give them lightsabers. No, it's like, no, here's a... They have this lightsaber, and even right? like the even the adopted sister, like she when she is fighting for the imperial side, like she doesn't have a a, a sabered weapon. Like she has a yeah. she has a three pronged staff, yeah. Which I fucking I should know the word for it because it's the because it's the same one um, Barn uses from Seven Deadly Sins. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, it's wicked. It's so yeah, good. they're cool. Yeah, and I and I the little like. Um, blades on the daggers and stuff as well too. So it seems like there's some way to make that sort of plasma-like yeah. blade, but nothing like a lightsaber. And also just like some really cool anime weapons held by all the the, the accoutrement of the um the town guard or whatever they yeah. were. Just like and uh, her adopted dad fighting with like some size and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the sick. fucking like crystal size oh. that have the little plasma blade. Yeah, fucking so cool. Just yeah, this episode um oozed anime and it was fantastic to watch yeah again something that could could have not been star wars yeah they easily could have not said lightsaber and just said like not have imperial like just change yeah they just changed that tiny little thing you got a laser sword and you have these guys come and take over Mm. the planet boom cool one shot set in a different universe easy like again like it just sort of explains the the key differences between that fucking tatooine rhapsody and this Mm. and the same as like um, the bride and stuff. It's like they could have, all of those could have not been Star Wars, but the ones that were less overtly Star Wars were better. Yeah. Like and <laughs> also, even though they're less overtly Star Wars, they, for me at least, still seem, that, well, they do enrich the Star Wars universe yeah. for me. I, f- I feel like this more than probably more than the last couple series, like animated series I've seen, maybe the Bad Batch is an exception. Um, but yeah, this feels like it's enriching the Star Wars universe more than a lot of stuff, ha- a, yeah, a lot of other stuff has. I definitely agree with that. And that's like the Star Wars is so big. Fuck you, George Lucas. You can't say it's not canon. It's like, this is a massive galaxy. Yeah, it's, it. it's, it's been around for fucking billions of years with <laughs> billions of planets. Like it's canon. Fuck you. Yeah. Except for Tatooine Rhapsody. Fuck, fuck that. Fuck Tatooine Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to get on to episode nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Again, I, I'm fucking, fucking I'm almost awesome. speechless. I was telling you just before that for some reason on Disney Plus when I was watching this, uh, when I finished uh, episode eight, uh, Lop and Ocho, it didn't automatically queue up the next one. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Eight done. Fantastic. We went out on a high. I loved it. It was cool. Um, and then I was just, it was today actually getting, you know, prepped for this. I was just scrolling through and I was like, oh, episode, episode, episode nine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? So I quickly booted up the app. Chucked it on and was blown away. Oh, my God. 
So fucking good. Oh my god. I like um that they have like the ostrich horses like in Avatar so, Last Airbender. So good. Or that scene when it's torrential rain because it's so hard to animate like rain in mm. general, especially torrential rain. It's like how you're gonna see your characters. The stylization of that, that one, the way that it's animated, and I looked at the first little thumbnail of it and I saw pardon me. I saw that character's face and I was like, I'm not gonna like this. Yeah, and it ended up being animated fucking amazing. So yeah. cool. It's it's really, really good. And I think it's the one that takes the most liberties when it comes to stylization. Like, even though, like, uh, T.O.B. 1 is very stylized, it still yeah. feels kind of Star Wars-y. Yeah. Just because, you know, you've got a lot of accoutrement of Star Wars that you're familiar with, you know, your droids, your yada, yada, yada. Where yeah. this one, it's so stylized and it's so initially removed from the Star Wars universe that it's it's almost feels I think it almost felt out of place at the start. I was kind of like what this yeah. feels weird. And then the the more it kept going and the more they build this story and even like little things like the force dreams and yeah. the kind of nightmarish or the way that he moves with his saber, the way that they animate the mm. the blur and stuff. Yeah. Because there's no actual blur. You have to, every time you see like movement blur or speed blur or something in anything that's drawn, then you'd have to draw, draw that. Yeah. So uh. it's like, yeah, and the way that they drew fucking torrential rain and all of that, I think. The I, two of the best side characters too. Yeah. The two guides, fantastic. They get like four lines each and <laughs> were great. Yeah. And I was genuinely relieved when one of them turned up not dead. I was like, cool. These two people seem really happy together. Yeah, it made me think of um, Princess Mononoke a bit. Like those two yeah, guides okay. just yeah, sort yeah. of made Definitely, me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was awesome. And again, spoilers. And the fucking ending, oh. so good. And it's like everything, it's because again, it's like building up. And I like when endings, like when the main character fucking dies somewhere. Like that's what I like about fucking reading um, Song of Ice and Fire. Mm. Like, because you're like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be the main character. Oh no, he's fucking mm. dead. Oh, maybe some of his kids were. Oh no, most of them are fucking dead too. Mm. Um, yeah, and this, it's like, no, nothing is predetermined. Like, everyone's like, this is what's going to happen. This is the destiny. He's like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of those stories where it's like, no, it's not. He breaks the prophecy. He does that. No, nah, he fucking kills that girl. Yep. He fucking kills her and gets corrupted. Yep. So good. Like, like, I, I like that. I don't want the same fucking bullshit fucking T-O-B-I fucking, yeah. oh, and everyone's happy and it I all mean, works out well. I yeah, get what you mean. It all works out well and everyone's happy. It's like, nah, he fucking fucks shit up. He's evil now. Yeah. He <laughs> switched sides. Yeah. And like, even like the little hints, um, little hints, the fucking hint, the big fucking flagship hint of his master being like, if you go there, you will be tempted. Like this, yeah. this is your trial by fire. And even, even him being like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll change fate. But that, that idea of going somewhere with, the clear determinant of going somewhere where you know the outcome could be negative and trying so hard for it not to be, and yet it still ends up negative. Like, it's still, oh, man, it's so... Yeah, that's what I think is good storytelling. defeating. Yeah, it's like if if he was to save her, I still would have loved it for lots of ways because it's fucking beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't, and it's good storytelling. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool, you want to... You don't want to tell the same story over and over again. It's like you want to give someone something that they've never heard. So have more people fucking die in your movies or your mm. stories or whatever. Yeah. To anyone writing. It's like kill people off. 
make people like someone and then have them die or make people like someone and then have them do a really shitty thing. It's well, like and also, permadeath, please, people. I fucking hate plot armor death. Yeah. It fucking shit. We're currently re-watching all of the Marvel movies with my, with my eldest. Oh, okay. And we're up to Black Panther. We just finished Black Panther tonight, actually. Um, pretty far along. Yeah, we've been we've been chronologically smashing. or the order that they came out in chronologically. Oh, oh no, oh. order they came out in. Sorry. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so we're in like phase four or something now. Um, but and this is probably the first time I've rewatched all of them to like together. Like, I've, yeah. uh, there's definitely movies I've rewatched, but I, I've rewatched all of them in order, and a lot of the stakes are removed from those movies because so many characters up until about. I'd say Infinity War and Endgame have just fucking so much plot armor on. Yeah. Like I was watching, I think Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3 and there's like three or four points where Tony Stark should have died. Plot armor, man. Yeah. It, it, like, it's nuts. <laughs> um, but this, this episode, episode nine, it, I didn't even say, did we say what the other name was? What is it? It's yeah. a, a, a Kieran? Yeah. Akira. Akira like yeah, uh, by Science uh, Sayu Studios. Um, this, uh, yeah, this episode, it for for being so short, it sucked me in. I fully bought onto the premise that he was gonna beat Destiny because yeah, that's what same. we're trained to believe. Yeah. And when he didn't, and especially that last scene, just after he's you know made his mind up to transition to the dark side, and he pulls his hood up and walks out, it's it's fucking sick. It's yeah, such a so great, badass. And for that to be the <laughs> climax and the end of the whole Visions story, like for that that whole series, was great. Yeah, I totally agree. The the ordering that they put it in was was really really good. Like they let the the ones that I think were a bit weaker sort of sit in a in safer spots, mm. um, sandwiched by like, great by yeah. greatness. And and even those like. Yeah, except for me. Like, even Tatooine, Tatooine Rhapsody, it's in between the duel and the twins. Yeah. And it's short. So even, like, even if it's fucking the most grating thing I've ever watched, it's still, like, it's still over quickly. And yeah, then we get the twins. Quickly. And it's fucking, the twins is great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think this was fucking awesome. I really hope they do another season of Visions and get some other. Honestly, I am loving all these anthology series coming yeah. out. Like we, we've talked uh, on this podcast recently, actually, about Love, Death and Robots. Yeah, you and I did. There's another one coming out soon. Uh, it's not animation, though, so I don't know if I can technically, if we can technically <laughs> cover it. Because I made some weird rule when, we, when I started this that I was <laughs> never going to do live action. Um, yeah, coming out on Netflix, which is like a, a series of short, um, yeah, short epi- like anthology series about... A variety of post-apocalyptic scenarios. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, yeah it looks sick. Cool. It looks really sick. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Um, and we'll probably talk about it on this. Yeah. We we've been doing anthologies a lot. I love it. Uh, but yeah, these anthologies that are coming, I'm loving them. I think it's such a fantastic way of storytelling and such a fun way of having fun with a universe. Yeah, definitely. And giving that's the one thing that stifles art so much is input from people trying to make money. Basically, so it's like that's what Love, Death, and Robots was so good. It's like, oh, here's 
like show us your little passion project or something that you've been working <laughs> on. It's like we're not going to pay you big bucks and give you heaps of notes and all of that sort of stuff. Actually, I don't know what the fucking pay was like. But you can tell that there yeah. was no studio influence. Well, it's like, oh, this is more marketable or more people like stories like this or no. rah, rah, rah. it's like do what you fucking want. Here's, yeah. here's a rough guide of what we're trying to get give us something good with love death and robots the guide was love death and robots yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> go <laughs> yeah which is awesome and again having something that's so loose and liberal mm. it's like oh star wars I, it's and like i everyone do think they might have got a bit more guide than that because i feel like especially lightsaber i feel like the concept of just lightsaber or you know the the concept of a lightsaber was very important in basically every story yeah, well, I watched Solo in the cinema because um, we do that with most films yeah. anyway, especially Star Wars, Imp, and I love it. And it's shit. Solo? <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was it really shit, and it didn't feel like Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. I'll stop playing with the dice. Yeah, I'm stop playing so with the dice. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. Um, <laughs> just giving you fucking eyes the whole time <laughs> you do it. You, like, made eye contact with me as you dropped that D20 <laughs> in that tube. Um, yeah, no, 100% <laughs> agree. And... I think for me, as someone who's not fallen out of love with the Star Wars universe, but has definitely been in less passion about it. Like, if you'd asked me when I was, you know, 12 to 15 what my favourite thing was, it would have been Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I love Star Wars. I fucking love Star Wars. I've got a fucking lightsaber behind me. Yeah. Like, I I really do love Star Wars. first dog was called Obi. Was it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, when we were little, little kids. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I love Star Wars. I think it's awesome. And uh, yeah, I I I've enjoyed the new movies that that, that they've made, and I, I enjoyed the Mandalorian, and you know I've enjoyed the Clone Wars uh, animation series, and as I said, the Bad Batch is pretty good. Uh, Rebels was okay. Uh, I didn't watch much of it. Um, Rebels brought in time travel into the Star Wars universe, which Ugh. is always fucking dangerous. Messy. Yep, that's why um, Justin Roiland stayed away from it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, but this. I'm. I almost feel reinvigorated yeah. for the Star Wars franchise. This is the funnest thing that they've done with Star Wars, and I know it's going to piss so many fans off. But yeah, I, I fucking give me more. Give no, me more. Same. Fucking ten more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six seasons in a movie. Let's do it. Um, I have nothing else to say. Yeah. Cool. I loved Visions. Yeah. I want more. Fucking, it's getting it. It's, it's fucking, fucking getting it. So good. Um, uh, should we do a quick little top five app? Like a what best app? Just do it. Give me best app. Oh fuck, that's really hard. Actually, I know it's so top three. hard. Yeah, Let's go top, top three. three. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go um the ninth Jedi, two OB one, and sh- oh no, the ninth Jedi, the Elder, and uh, a Kieran. Fuck, I'm, I'm not even sure about that. Go. Oh, my God. Um, well, fuck. <laughs> Definitely the duel, I would <sighs> have to say. Yeah. The duel, twins, the elder, maybe. Can I just say, I, I think my top five is all of them but Tatooine Rhapsody. I think with with the exception of Tatooine Rhapsody, there's, there's not a bad one there. Yeah, I feel the same. Fuck off, T.O.B. 1 and Tatooine Rhapsody and fucking Tatooine. awesome. Tatooine. Fuck. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that stupid robot. I love him so much. Uh, we should fucking wrap it up there, brother. It has been absolutely wicked getting you in here. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back in the studio, man. 
I know. It feels like it's been... Well, no, it doesn't feel... It has been a fucking minute, brother. Yeah. Man, uh, if you're listening... Well, of course you're listening. Uh, make sure you give us a review on whatever you're listening on. It helps out uh, getting the pot out there, getting more listeners in. Uh, make sure you're following us on Facebook at Lords of Dogtown. Uh, Insta- uh, fuck, follow us on Instagram at Lords Facebook. of Dogtown. I fucked like, this. Why are oh, we trying to get fucking grandmas fucking... to try? It's like, uh, yeah, share this with your racist grandma. Share us some fucking <laughs> conspiracy theories and, and Lords fuck. of Dogtown. Oh, I've cooked it. Uh, <laughs> follow us at Lords of Dogtown at Instagram. Yeah, you can email the pod at, at Lords of Dogtown at gmail.com. Uh, I got nothing. Let's get out of here. Stay dorky. You fuck dice again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Fuck that went so quick. I know. That was the quickest episode. It was an hour. That's the quickest hour of Yeah, <laughs> had it been a while. Fuck that was fun though. I had done.